Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 219. What's the differences between A, B, and C-level tennis players? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, if you're playing tennis and you're sitting around and you're missing your tennis courts, well, I've got the course for you. Let's brush up your tennis game with my Accelerator Tennis System. It's a fresh start guide on how to play smart tennis. So what I'm going to do is insert knowledge right on top of your existing game. And if you're a new tennis player, I'm going to show you how to play tennis step by step right from the beginning. It's designed for beginners, laps players looking to get back into the game, or players who've hit a ceiling and are looking to take their game to the next level. Accelerator Tennis System. I'll include a link in the show notes so you can check it out. Well, today's topic, what's the difference between A, B, and C level tennis players? Well, let's give it a little bit of perspective. In 1978, the USTA started the National Tennis Rating Program. And one of the things they were trying to do was evolve the standardization of your playing level. Before that, you were just considered an A, B, or C-level tennis player. And we're going to break down those levels in a second, but I want to just kind of paint a picture of what tennis in the United States and here in the state of Florida looked like in the 1970s. Now, back in 1975, there were 216 million people living in the United States. Now, compare that to today, we have 330 million. So you can see we have almost... Over 110 million more people playing tennis now. The number of people who participate in tennis in today, in 2020, is about 18 million people. The last data came in at 17.9 million tennis players. Now, during the 1970s, there was a tennis boom. And of course, if you remember the movie Battle of the Sexes, that real-life drama, it was a tennis exhibition, was between Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs. It had 100 million viewers on television, so people were just captivated by equality, and the sport of tennis was leading the charge. So back then, about 33.9 million Americans played tennis. Of course, there was 110 million less people back then, but if you equated that to now and the number of people that were playing tennis then and converted to now, you'd have over 50 million people playing tennis. And here in North Miami, it was the mecca of tennis. Pretty much between Miami Shores and Aventura, you had a ton of tennis. In fact, a lot of real estate developers were developing condominiums and HOAs, and tennis was a big feature to lure people in to buy condos for snowbirds or people who just lived here. I mean, imagine this. In 1978, 79, the top five tennis players in the world trained right there in North Miami. You had Macaro, Borg, Connors, Gerolitis. That'd be the equivalent of having Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, and Murray training in Coral Gables. 
Coconut Grove, and Key Biscayne. Well, we already have Murray living in Brickell, but you get the idea. That's how big tennis was. And Miami, especially the North Miami, was the mecca for the 70s tennis boom. So now we, we come to the playing levels. Now, my tennis club in Mannheim, Pennsylvania, when I started first playing tennis, was around 1980. And they still used the A, B, C level system. When we had a tournament, you either classified an A level player, which was considered an advanced player. If you were a B level player, you were considered intermediate. And if you were a C level player, you were considered novice. So let's break that down a little bit. An A level player would be somebody who plays tournaments. Uh, obviously has a very sophisticated game. They have good first serve, good second serve, can hit with power. An intermediate player is probably really good at playing a recreational club level game. They probably double fall a little bit too much, and maybe they have a glaring weakness in their game. Maybe they, they can't hit a backhand. And, of course, a C-level player would be somebody who's just learning to play. They're just learning to get the ball and play. They probably have a really slow serve. They're learning kind of uh, etiquette and positioning and how to keep score. So things got a lot more sophisticated when they started the NTRP, which is the National Tennis Rating Program. A 1.0 was considered a beginner, and a 7.0 was considered a touring pro. Now there's much more sophisticated rating systems now. That was the first one. This episode is just about an A, B, or C-level tennis player. So if you talk to anybody who's been playing tennis a long time, you may hear them use that terminology, and that's what they're talking about. So I wanted to just give you a little historical perspective about tennis, participation, and what's the difference between A, B, and C-level players. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go into iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. And if you're looking for an A, B, or C-level tennis player, Go on to Backhand City right now and log on and join with your first name and email address. And once you're inside our dashboard, you can decorate your tennis profile and start looking for tennis players today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove.